on, Playboy? Oh, is that Crown Trap Supreme, dog? You know it's. Uh, you know what it remind me of? <clears throat> Shit. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. First off, uh, yeah, man. It was. It was. Uh, everything closed early in this little uh, quiet suburb uh, of city I live in, but so I had to Why? dip off real quick because who knows? I don't know. Racism starts at nine oh three, I guess. Um, sun downtown. <laughs> sun downtown. I'm just assuming. I don't know. Um, are you where you normally are? Yes. Really? Suburb, yeah. Wow. Now, here's the thing. I didn't Google this information, but general black skepticism tells me that any suburb or small county town is damn near a sundown town. However, we're here to talk about Taco Bell, not racism. I got plenty of racist takes later. Yeah, it was a talk box, like right near where I'm at. And what it reminded me of, remember when we would uh, go to the, the talk box after school every day? The, old, the one that used to be uh, the sub, or the one that's Subway now? And that's yep, just the before it switched over. We actually would go before it switched, and then after it switched. Like, we caught that, caught that changeover. You going to tell everybody what I did? I was actually going to ask you if you remembered, <laughs> and it sounds like you do remember, eating hot sauce packets raw. I'm trying to think how many I ate, dude. I ate so many. Was it just hot sauce? But I feel like you probably liked the fire sauce. It was the fire sauce. It was the fire sauce. Yes, yes. (laughs) Because who am I talking to? Yeah, man. Raw dog in them fire sauce packets. I'm glad I actually did that back then. (laughs) Oh? Because, like, like, whenever I was living down in Carbondale, like, we were, like, we were poor as fuck living down there. Uh Uh-huh. All our money would go to beer and weed <laughs> and college. pills. College, college town lifestyle. So like, so like, dog, like we'd be eating, we'd be eating hot sauce packets. <laughs> Holy shit! And like, and fucking like, we go shopping to save a lot and shit. Like, we'd have yeah. like maybe like twenty bucks between the both of us. Oh man! And fucking like, bro, like we like we'd even be making fucking uh, grilled cheeses in the fucking the toaster. <laughs> like, like you, like you make the sandwich, you pop it in that bitch. Yeah. You smash it down first, but then like after the first side, you got to, you got to flip them pieces of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I've never put grilled cheese in a toaster. I hope you never have to, man. No, our kitchen was so small, though. Like you remember how small our kitchen was? Right. Like up in that duplex I lived in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dog, I couldn't even walk through that bitch like straight. Like I had to walk through it sideways. It was so small. <laughs> Word, word, word. God damn, no, I used to, uh, yeah, no, nah, we didn't even have the toaster growing up. I used to make my toast in the oven. Throw that bitch on broil. Throw that bitch on broil. Or, if you want, like, the light toast, you don't throw it on broil. You can throw it on broil, but just, like, watch it, because that, that broil will broil. It will broil. So, yeah. now I feel have like. You ever, have you ever made a grilled cheese, like, like, well, like okay, like, do you use butter? Yes. You're done with mayonnaise. No. Bro. Really? I don't eat them shits all the time. <laughs> you can't. You can't do it all the time. <laughs> can't do it all the time. Like, like once a year, maybe. Yeah. Like a grilled cheese with some mayonnaise, like instead of the butter. So you slap. your fucking life. Really? Do you do it like. Where? You do it like on your stove? You do, you do that in the toaster? You throw no, that I ain't done the toaster in like ten years, bro. Okay, all right. Listen, I don't know. You might. I don't know. You throw it in the air fryer. Is that the? Is that the wave? I've no. Like I put that shit on the on the, 
on the pan. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I have, I have tried an air fryer. It just kind of gets it like it doesn't get it the way I want. It don't hit it like it should. I feel you. I feel you. You remember when we almost lived together? We kind of did for like a month. Well, yeah, but like remember when we were like looking for a crib, and we were gonna sublease a crib, and the person who had the lease like told us to suck his dick basically like he just dipped out on us <laughs> I, remember, like, I think it was me you and it might have been me you i want to say cam oh, that shit would have never worked <laughs> bruh that's where i was getting to had me and you live together because i think after after that whole thing dropped out like it was it's gonna be me and you and had me and you listen we would not have made it to a podcast no uh-huh. <laughs> we would not have made it to a we like, like, we're definitely like we're big time homies, but like no, nah, we can't live together. We need space. We need <laughs> yeah. we we have we do things our own way. We uh, we would have had a knife fight by month two. Fuck yeah, man! That's how you ended up. Actually, we lived across the street from each other when you lived in the duplex, and I lived in the in the, the studio joint Dolo. And my my internet connection was always so bad because you were still connected to my Wi Fi even when you when you were at your place. I forgot all about that, but that's R N S right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> that is funny. I had my own internet, but not only be like that because I whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, my bad. My, my bad, bro. So how are you, dog? I'm good, bro. Fucking Junior's finally starting to feel better. I tell you how to take him back to the vet on you Saturday. Take him a second time, uh-oh. Yeah, two times in a week, bro. Wow. Fucking uh, woke me up on Saturday like at 4 a.m. Mm. Acting like he had to go out, so I took him out. And when I took him out, he was just staring and looking at me. Like, okay, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And he wanted to go back in. Then he went and slept on the couch. Like three hours later, and there was a little bit of throat in the corner, and there was some blood in it. Oh, shit. So I called the vet, and they're like, Yeah, just bring him over as soon as you can. And like, dog, we got to this place, and it was packed, but they just Damn. got us right up in there. Is that the one that you went to before? Yeah. Damn, okay. You drove to 30? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah no doubt. And like, he, he threw up in the car, <clears throat> like, it was just straight water. So mm. I was like, okay, like, it must not be like. Like, he'll, like, he'll get too big of a drink sometimes. Yeah. And he'll throw up a little bit of water, you know, no big deal. But, um, now they get, I mean, they did blood work. I was kind of nervous on that shit because, like, they took him off on his own. Mm. Like, I wasn't with him. I was like, oh, fuck, how's this going to go? Not sure how he was going to respond, yeah. He was fine, chilling. Yeah. Did blood work. The only thing he didn't like was getting that thermometer up his butt. That'll do it. That'll, every time. That'll <laughs> he do was it growling time. a little bit. My mom was there with us. He was, was like, growling. He's grinding a little bit. I had yeah. him on. The, I had him on his leash the whole time. Had it tight. But yeah. After that, he was cool. Gave yeah. him two shots. He was cool. Uh, uh, we switched his food up. He's yeah, yeah. Uh, eating just straight chicken and rice twice a day now. Mm. Speak of the devil, here he comes, Virginia. But uh, yeah, no, he's doing. I mean, fuck, man. He he's acting like he he looks ten times better. He looks even better. Yeah. Now, before we like, we even took him to the vet, like two the like, last time. Yeah, yeah. Was all that was was all of that like a result of the bee sting, or was it something else? Uh, the medicine they gave him because the hives came back a little bit. Mm. So I think it was from the medicine too. The medicine wasn't working out for him, but they said they're going to give him a high dose, 
in a quick couple days. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I gave him, like, because they wanted me to give him one prednisone for five days straight and then take it down to a half. Well, it was the fifth day. I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a half of a half. Mm-hmm. Just see what that does. Yeah. And the bumps came back just a little bit. No shit, okay. So, like, I, I know a girl that works there, <laughs> and she the one that took him off to get blood work and shit and she's told me to text her if I had any questions or shit like that so I mm. told her that and asked her if she would hit up the doc and they got back to me real quick and said yeah go ahead and cut that prednisone off oh shit okay yeah 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 okay yeah props to them for getting back to me real quick and shit that was nice yeah. of them yeah you know? shit yeah man As you never listen yeah man you keep yeah. pushing with that shit yeah yeah, you know. But other than that, man, I've been chilling, man. Just been working. It's been fucking man. hot as shit down here. Really? Uh, well, I mean, it's been humid as fuck. But uh, yeah, just waiting on next weekend. I'm fucking only working two days next Uh-oh. week. What you got? What you Go- got lined? Going up? to the lake. Uh oh. Going to the Ozarks. Yo, we're gonna be in the Ozarks mm. next week. Yeah. Fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember the last time you told me you was on a boat trip. You saw like the most mediocre titties ever. Mm-hmm. One woman and twenty six dudes on two yep. boats and an hours worth of food. No, that was that was the uh, the float trip. Oh, I'm mixing up two. I'm mixing up two trips. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the float trip. I wasn't too big of a fan of. Like, I don't know. Uh, it was a ten mile float trip, dude. Like, fuck all of that. Were were like this. Is like, I mean, we're gonna be on the lake for this. My buddy's bachelor party. Like, it's uh, supposed to be like a resort over there on the lake. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, but last time we were at the Ozarks, we were definitely the talk of the little community. Oh. Uh, we were fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Any stories that you have from that that you can tell? Uh, I mean, like, well, I passed it outside. I tripped over a cinder block in this field, like, because I, I was still out. Like, everybody else was in bed. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go see what's up. Yeah. <laughs> and went out and partying with just some random fools. <laughs> and, like, I'm walking fools. back, bro. Like, I don't see the foos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking back, and I don't see the cinder block. I'm walking this little field, and I just trip over this motherfucker big time. And, oh, like, my I just lay there. And I guess I just started yelling for help. <laughs> help. That's hilarious. And then, like, I think it was maybe, like, it had, like, six hours later, we were supposed to hop on a boat just to go hang out and chill. Like, we had a captain and shit. This yeah. dude driving us around in this big-ass boat, like, 12 of us. This motherfucker will never have us back on his boat ever again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, threw, I threw up on it. <laughs> on, the, on the boat? I tried I tried to wash it off. You know, I thought I did a pretty good job. I didn't see <laughs> Uh, he didn't see me. He's like, oh, fuck. We just got out of here. This dude's right. to around. So I'm cleaning it off, you know. And like a couple minutes later, I see him out there with the big old jugs, like pneumonia and shit like that. Like, oh, <laughs> I didn't get it. Didn't and get it all. Boys, he passed out with a cigarette, burnt some holes in the fucking in the upholstery oh, on the boat. Jeez. Uh, you can't take us anywhere. Nope. Can't. Can't. This was, I mean, this was like, what, like five or six years? Like five uh, years ago? All that, we, all we, that we water? You said what? We've matured. We've matured since the all that water you couldn't find a side of the boat to launch out of. I tried, dude. Yeah. Oh man, my guy, that failure to launch. It, it was it was the Jameson at nine a.m. Like that's what it was. I knew that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yes. 
Yes, Jameson at 9 a.m. Yes, that yeah. No, this one, like, I, I think this one's gonna be a bit more tame. I don't know. I can't make any promises. <laughs> How many? Like, like, uh, like, there's about to be 13 of us going, supposedly. Uh, yes. Um, I guess if we got like a bar crawl, like on a boat, like this boat's gonna take us to all these different bars up in the oh, marina. Oh shit! I don't know how that's gonna go. Somebody's definitely going in the water. <sighs> I might end up leaving the phone in the room that night. <laughs> Why you say that? No, no sense to bring that thing out. I don't want to fuck this thing up. I just got it. Oh, uh, that's wild. Be safe. Yeah. Be safe. You said it Let's might see, like, be more tame. It's thirteen of y'all celebrating his last night. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Like I got like it'll be Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, we'll come back on Sunday. So I'm off Sunday and Monday. So I'll be good to go back to work on Tuesday. Listen, I know some of the bodies that's going to be there. Uh, even if I didn't, and I knew it was just you, you and twelve others, twelve angry men. Um, yeah, but I, I I know some of the bodies who are going to be there. I believe, correct? Yep, you do. I can think of. Besides the groom, like maybe two to three others off the top of my head. One of them's gonna piss the bed. I guarantee it. Mm. Yes. I, I I ain't rooming with that dude. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Would you rather piss in the bed or piss on somebody's drum set? Drum set. 100%. All day. All day. <laughs> All day. Cause like I don't gotta change the sheets. I just gotta get some distant. I just gotta get some Lysol, spray that motherfucker off. You know, some disinfecting shit. We're yep. good to go. You ain't gotta lay in it. But a bed, that shit's soaking. Yeah, yeah. You ever lay in somebody else's pee? No. Whoa. <laughs> what? Yep, I did. Oh I shit, did, dude. Uh oh. Same guy I'm talking about too. The same. <laughs> We were down. We were down in Nashville. Oh, man, got a uh, history. We all had some had some homies come down oh, uh, from the hometown. We went down to Nashville for the uh, Mad Decent Block Party, Riff Raff, Project Pat, Middle of the Mall shit. <laughs> it, well, no, that wasn't no Middle of the Mall. No middle shit. Of mall shit. <laughs> <laughs> there was rumors going around like Riff Raff didn't come out, and like there's rumors going around the crowds like, "Hey, he did too much cocaine. Mm. He's not gonna play tonight." Oh my god! He came on. He came on. And did one song. He got up out of there. Yo. Yeah, I. Uh, there was like four of us. We had one room, so like I had to share a bed. Woke up the next morning, like my shirt was wet, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah. Like you, you pissed it, and he, and he already been down. He already been down to fucking breakfast buffet. He already sat <laughs> two plates. You know, done change his drawers and shit. I just looked over and said, "You fucking pissed, didn't you, dog?" Oh man! <laughs> like, what do you do? You shrug your shoulders. You know what I mean, you know. No, like he started laughing. I was like, motherfucker. He started you know? laughing. Hell, like nah. it was. It was. It wasn't like a laugh. It wasn't like a ha ha got you laugh. It was kind of like a like <laughs> <laughs> a sheepish sorry dog. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A hundred fucking percent. Ah, uh, hell no, hell no, bro. That reminds me. Actually, before I tell the story, this reminds me. Uh, so, got a shout out DJ Reese in the group chat a couple episodes ago, and I actually told them what you said. So, a couple of episodes ago, I told the story about my guy who uh, was sleep pissing and. 
pissed in the recliner, almost pissed on me. My guy goes, hey, I bet anything in the world it was no names here. <laughs> Bruh, I <laughs> One million percent, I still can't say the name for the people who don't know, but million percent, I was cracking up so he hard. He knew. And I was like, I'll never tell, dog. And then what's funny is, this homie is in the group chat. <laughs> Did he say anything? He goes, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> what's funny is, he knew because this homie apparently has a history. I was just going to ask you. That... See, it was, he ain't no first time offender. Nah, a habitual line pisser, dog. And I did not know this. I was only aware of my situation, but apparently he's got a bit of a history. Uh, you know me. <laughs> and then I told him what you said after we got off the air. How you like? Hey, I bet money it was da da da. Yeah, that that went over well. Um, take care of your homies, man. Take care of your homies. Make sure they uh, they go to the bathroom. Before the night is up, like they're a six year old. Um, but See, like, I, don't even know, I don't even know who I'm rooming with. Yeah. Like, I hope it's like, I mean, like, I hope it's one of our homies. Like, you know, you know, our homie that lives over there, Bit East. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. That's who yeah, I'm yeah. hoping I room with. <laughs> now he's a responsible married man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No doubt, man. I got to tell this story. I've also laid in someone's piss. Oh yes, yes. Nice. I, yeah, it was. Nice. You know, it was. It was a, a teenage love. Uh, I was seventeen, seventeen, and uh, you know how, like in the movies, like you had the one, the one character who, like, oh, my girl goes to another school. Like all his girlfriends lived in other cities and went to another school. Well, like a girl that I liked actually went to another school. <laughs> Uh, across across the state line, and uh, remember the remember I told the story. I know you do. I told the story about uh, the time you barged in on me when I was trying to kick it. Yes. So at that house, her and her homegirl. A lot of shit happened at that house. Bruh, bruh. Yes. I definitely like. I definitely have left at home after a good talking to from his mother. Like, damn, man. Like, I didn't mean it. We didn't mean the disrespect. His mom was always there, too. Bruh. <laughs> always. Disrespect, but we'll be back next week and fucking shit up. Fucking shit again. up next time. <laughs> I swear. I swear, dog. But her and her homegirl came to kick it on, like, a Saturday evening. And they had been drinking beverages. And so she had, uh... You know, had too many beverages. And so I took her up to my guy's room just to get some sleeps. And I laid down because, you know, I'm a gentleman. I'm a refined man. And I woke up the next day like, now I know this ain't no sweat, shorty. I know this ain't no sweat. It was not sweat. It was not sweat. It was Yeah, it might be pee-pee. And, um... <laughs> She woke up, you know, apologized and changed clothes and we changed dude sheets and went back to sleep. It was early. Had to get some sleep. Yeah, you know. Had to get some sleep. So yeah. it's a rite of passage, sleeping in someone's piss, apparently. 
Yes. Sleeping and pissing, like it goes, it goes hand in hand, man. Apparently, <laughs> that relaxation. Like, like, dude, like I told you, like I think I actually got like pissed on one time. Did I tell you about that? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the sound of me almost choking on my brown liquor and cranberry juice and seven up. No, Ren, I have not heard the story of you almost getting pissed on. Please tell me more. This was, this was like over 10 years ago. Uh, oh. it, was, it was Polar Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the same year that that dude lost his leg trying to jump a train? No, that was the first year I went down there. So that was like 12, 13 oh, years ago. Different Polar Bear. That was like 13 years ago, dog. That's crazy. Damn, that really was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, damn. But R. yeah, no, it leg. was. R.I.P. to his leg. I don't know if he got a prosthetic or what. Psh, yeah. Man. But uh, yeah, like. It was like midday. Like, do you remember that big ass house we used to chill at across the street from the wreck? Where all the um, yeah, where we would watch Raw every Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah was, I still, yeah, I'm still, a little, I'm still mad at you that one time that we were supposed to watch Raw and you wouldn't pick me up, and that was when Dolph Ziggler cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase. Because <laughs> my, my car, my car was fucked up, and it's all right. Clearly, I'm over it. It's only been eight years. I'm over it. But go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've got yes. history, dog. We do, bro. We got big time history. Big time. My bad. Go ahead, brody. Yeah, it was like it was like midday. So like you know, polar bear like starts at like what, like seven or eight in the morning. Like Man, all the bars yep. up at like eight a.m. Hell yeah. Like my like, a couple of my friends have already been kicked out of the bars for the day. Damn. By like ten a.m. and we go to another bar. We went to Pinch, I think. Mm. So that's walking distance from the house. Yeah. Just like fuck, let's go there. We get back to the house, and I'm fucking smoking weed, fucking start getting the spins and shit. And I was uh-uh. like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go pass out. And what's even nastier, too, is like I'm going to go pass out on the bathroom floor. <laughs> it's the safest place to pass out if I got to throw up. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some victims of that, too. I got good pictures. Go ahead. I'm I'm knocked out for a couple hours, bro, and I wake up and the back of my shirt is wet. No, man, hey, man, no, that's hands, that's hands. I'm waking up, nah, who, nah, bro. Nobody fessed up. I'm sure they didn't. It It didn't smell like piss, but like my shit was wet. All that beer, that shit gonna come out clear. Saying, I mean, that's how it came out of the drum set a couple weeks ago. I'm telling you, bro, no, that's instant disrespect. Like, nah, bro, I'm mad for you, dog. <laughs> no, nah, I'm tight for you, bro. Hell no, nah, man. Like, it was like 10 years ago. Was uh, like, there was nothing I could do about it. I was I, like, I still want to party. Hey, I just heard this like, 10 seconds ago, dog. I'm tight. Like, were you near the toilet? I'm probably, you're probably near uh, bro, the toilet, like, to throw like, up. Yeah, like, like I don't remember the I don't remember if you remember the bathroom. There was only one bathroom in this whole house, and I was sleeping in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's like, funny. like you open the bathroom door, and like the first thing, like you open the bathroom door, and like you go straight, and the, there's the bathtub, and you look to the right, and then there's the shitter. Yeah. So like, I'm my head's right there. You were wedged between them. <laughs> I would, no, like I was like no, like you walk in, you walk straight in. And there's the bathtub. Yeah, and then ahead. straight to the right is the toilet. Oh my god! So I'm straight up in there. Oh like, my god! Nobody's getting up in there. <laughs> <laughs> and woke up with a with a 
a doused back. With I said doused. With a wet, tall tee. Oh, my God. Nope. Nope. With a wet, fresh, finish line tall tee uh. on, man. <laughs> this was that era. That era. This is short hair, Ren. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That era. I remember that era. Damn. How close were you to the sink? Real close. Okay. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of Benny of the Doubt right there. Yeah. There's a little bit built in because, listen, mysterious wetness. I don't, I don't know if it was piss. I don't know if it was water. My shit was definitely wet. Oh. <sighs> Listen, man, it ain't really too many think, times you can get some mysterious like, like, wetness. I don't know. I don't know if, if I actually got pissed on. My shit was wet. Man. Listen, some of them dudes you're going to be on Ozarks with, they they know they know the key. They got the keys. They got all the keys of that story. So if you get, listen, if it comes to you. I'm sure I'll figure it out once these days. Bruh, if it comes to you, just, yeah, ask them about, hey, y'all remember, uh, you know what I'm saying? Now listen, I'm not going to be mad. I ain't even going to be mad. I just want to know. You can tell me the truth like a girlfriend. Just say you won't get mad so they'll tell you and then light them up. Then I got to go to the fucking wedding in two months. <laughs> <laughs> True. Between, between the bachelor party the and the wedding. Booked. Yeah. Uh, listen, no, you still got to go. Are you in the wedding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still got to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. Between the bachelor party and the wedding, you can get some of that info. And, uh, yeah, you'll be alright. Maybe plot some revenge. If need be. Uh, Unless it's the groom. You gotta wait. No, it wouldn't have been him. Yeah. It, it definitely wouldn't have been him. Yeah. Because he fucked me up one night. <laughs> what you mean? I was fucked up. We we're being too loud. And I was fucking with him whenever he came out of his room, and I gave him a wedgie, bro. And he took my ass down. He wasn't happy with that. I know. I listen. I know him. My man is a is my man is serious as a as a serious person. I'm more. I realize I'm more serious than I used to give myself credit for. I'm a lot colder than I'd been. I'm I'm warm, but I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I, I don't think I've ever gave a wedgie to anybody else after that. That's a wrap. That's were done. <laughs> you know. That reminds me of Patrice O'Neal. We talked about uh, owning a dog and like the way you train your dog after they shit on the floor. <laughs> like you put his face in, oh, motherfucker! Don't you yeah. ever? Nah. He'll shit over there. He'll nope. shit over there. But over there, he'll light nope. that square. <sighs> Some bad things happen to me over there. <laughs> <laughs> no more wedgies. Some bad bad things happened to me over there. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, I was my wedgie days were done after that. That's funny. That is funny. Now, I've never been Oh nah man, black dudes don't do that. Now I'll be honest, like I didn't even really have like consistent black friends till college. However, in the circles I ran in with you and the gang, there was some shit y'all would do with each other that you knew I was not going for. <laughs> <laughs> right? I wasn't rolling. I was the and I've said this before, I was the black friend in the group, but I was not the Mountain Dew drinking. You could say nigga around me, black friend in the group. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, the Coheed and Cambridge joints was rocking. However, I'll recite every word to Nas's memory lane in a heartbeat. I fucking hate Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, hey, 
You know what I'm saying? You had the right one. You know what I'm saying? There's certain ways we just don't get down. We don't give each other wedgies. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, that was like 10 years ago, too. So, yeah, yeah it's been a while. Yikes, man. No. <laughs> I, don't even, I, don't even know if I, I don't even know if I know how to give a wedgie anymore. It's been... <laughs> yep. <laughs> he beat it out of you. <laughs> he fucked me up, dude. He beat he, it like, out he punch you. He didn't, like, beat me up. Like, he took my ass down to the ground, like, he, real uh, quick. Yeah. And I was so fucking trashed at the time. I was yeah. like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> that skill just left your body. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. That is funny as hell, man. Ah, funny as shit. Oh, dog. So, this past weekend, uh, my lady came to visit, and we went to see the... Uh, Olympic trials for the U.S. Olympic trials for gymnastics. And uh, I told you, you know, in, in weeks prior, you know, I'd have her watching uh, NXT TakeOver. She watched NXT TakeOver with me. That's when she finally professed, yo, think I might, think I might like this, <laughs> this art form, partially because of the theatrics and the production and the storytelling, but also, as she called it, the tricks. Tricks. The flippy doos. The moves and maneuvers. So I was like, yeah, I'll go watch some flippy dudes. You know what I'm saying? Professional Olympic flippy dudes. And I got to tell you, dog, I was enthralled. <laughs> I, was, I was focused, dog. I'm not going to lie. So it was four nights, but I only got to see the last two. Um, like, was it like, were they having other, like, so like, what was this, like, qualifying to, like, get on the team? To officially get on the team, yep. Okay, like, was there, like, was this going on all over the country? No. Or was it just in the city you live in? Just city I live in. No yeah. shit. Okay, that's city pretty I tight. So you, yeah. you got the best in the country. Yep, yep. Trying to represent the country in, in Tokyo. Um, Thursday and Saturday was night one and night two of the men's, but I only saw Saturday night. And then Friday and Sunday was night one and night two of the women's. Now, there's so many takeaways that I got from this whole thing. Like, so she had tickets for all four nights, but she got in on Friday. So she went to Friday by herself because I had a show. And so, you know, we get back together Friday night. And I'm like, yo, you trying to, we might have established it beforehand, but whatever. Like, yo, you trying to go to the men's, you know what I'm saying? On Saturday, I schedule my guys out. I ain't got to do shit. Like, yo, let's go. She's like, I mean, yeah, yeah, let's go. I mean, I have tickets, but like, I'm not as excited for it. Like, the men's gymnastic team hasn't been good. In forever. And I was like, huh. So this art form that everyone's good at, but the men's team isn't as good, not as exciting. I was like, huh. Men's gymnastics is kind of like women's wrestling. (laughs) Instantly. (laughs) You actually thought of me. I did, bruh. (laughs) Almost almost texted you. Almost hit you up. Like... Very reminiscent of now, of course, women's wrestling has come a long way, and there are people we're excited for, but overall, it's going to take a back seat, right? So that was my first thought going in. But, dog, when I got there, like, all of my interests came together. <clears throat> like, how I MC an event myself, um, the theatrics, the production, the TV timing was crazy. Like, you remember back when Monday Night Raw would come on, like, right after Walker, Texas Ranger? 
If you get there a couple minutes early, they'll go do a live shot of the crowd. Coming up, fucking Mankind and The Rock, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in four minutes, right? So, the 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 host, or rather the, the main MC, would be like, Alright, we're going to count down from ten, and I want you guys to get as, as loud as possible, right? She count down from ten, three, two, one, everybody's losing their shit. And I'm seeing the boom camera move all around. I said, hey, they just I said, hey girl, they just showed a live shot on NBC right now of the crowd. Right? So all of all my shit is just doot doot dooting about all this shit. We get to uh they got like a little countdown. They got the big screens, but that was like a small countdown in the bottom right corner of one of the screens. And I point over, okay, so Pete, you see that little countdown? In 12 seconds, we're about to go live, live on NBC, right? And count down, and she's, you know, we're counting down with it, and like it's loud, and I just, and I can see down at the bottom left, like one of the main announcers, like, like me and Gene Oakland standing on the podium in front of the crowd, we got a rip-roaring hell of a show tonight, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Setting it up, and I'm like, yo, this shit is so fascinating, like, how they pulled it all together. The it was packed up in there. Now the first night not as packed because it was like WWE like Evolution pay per view. <laughs> yeah. But Sunday night big packed, big packed. The first night it wasn't now it wasn't empty. Now only half of it was used. Um, but there was like thirteen thousand. Oh, and then the second night, well, the women's second night was like over twenty thousand. So it was, yeah, it was, it was deep. It was deep. You could definitely hear and see the difference between the nights, but it, it was deep. Um, I'm not sure which way. I got a couple different ways I can go. I will say this. Now nah, I'll, I'll go to the love first. I'll go to the love first. It was a little hard to watch because they had like two events going on at once. So like when one person's doing like the uh, the floor routine, someone else is doing like the beam. So you kind of had to divert your attention a couple different ways. Um, the men's, when it started, I'm sitting, I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I wasn't really interested until I heard the name Donnell Wittenberg. Black dude. <laughs> the only black dude. I said, yup. I was like, oh, oh, let's go. Let's get it. I became a fan overnight. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. And so during, like, when you could tell it was a commercial break, they had this other guy, like the secondary MC, and I'll get to him in a second. But he was, like, playing this game with the crowd, and they had, like, five seconds to give three answers. And this question, she goes, they, you could tell like they were getting low on time. So they're just trying to get people out of here. One of the, and that, they're asking like seven year olds. And so he gets his little seven year old, little, uh, little, little Stacy with her glasses. And he goes, name, he goes, name three of the men per- participating today. She goes, uh, Donnell, uh, uh, and couldn't get nobody else. Right. But I said, it's all right. It's all right, shorty. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you got it, right? So, 
this host, because everything else is just me recognizing like when they're going on commercial, how they're going to structure it, how they're going to make sure nobody would dare also be performing when Simone Biles is performing because that's where the money is. This host, right? Now, I knew I was going to have problems with a little bit of entertainment when we got there the first night and they're showing people and they got like the the main host who's this little uh this you know Asian gymnast, retired gymnast, but she's like showing people how to do the wobble and how to do the stanky leg and how to hit the quan and how to I'm like, okay, I see what we got here. I see like I see what it is, right? And then the secondary host is this dude, he's he he he's the how dare you be the other black person in this room? I'm their black person. I'm like, fuck, man. Now and I'm conflicted because like clearly this dude so they play one game where they're playing charades. And this is where he lost me forever. Like he was already losing me, but he lost me forever. Should the, the the crowd's playing charades and the Asian host had to figure out like what it was. And so the word was churros. So I don't know how you act out churros, but the word was churros. So he's kind of helping out, giving hints. My man on the mic goes, he goes, uh, uh, Cheerios in the ghetto. What? Bro, I looked at I looked at old girl. She looked at me. She's like, I know, I know, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. You know he, you know he lost me, right? You know this dude is pandering. It's bad enough. Cheerios, Cheerios in the ghetto. Churros. I was tight, bro. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I was tight. Oh, I was tight. Like, okay, okay. Like, it's bad enough they got the like, hey, I'm the only black guy in this room, black dude. But then he's like pandering to these like suburban moms and white women, and not all white women, but like these suburbanites for the most part. And so I'm a little, I'm just, you know, I'm a little sensitive. I'm a little sensitive to it. I'm a little tight, right? Because they're using again, like, you know, hey, let's use, you know, black culture to pander to these suburbanites. I'm a little tight, but I'm also like a little tight in myself because on one hand, I'm not fucking with this dude. However, I grew up being the black friend that you wasn't going to say nigger around. And I know that I could have did his job better than him and not sold myself out for it. So so hold up hold up though like I thought churros were like <laughs> yes like the Mexican like dessert treat cinnamon like, sticks like, yes yeah yeah yes yes he was some Cheerios uh, he was saying apparently this is how ghetto people say quote unquote ghetto people say Cheerios churros they they they, they definitely didn't go over these little game shows they were Bruh. trying to play or they shit. or they may have definitely went over these game shows who the fuck thought I'd be like no yeah 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 they made a Carlton Banks joke about him and I instantly went to like all the social media memes of how like Carlton Banks was actually a real nigga even though he wore tight polos you know what I'm saying. Carlton Banks was the one who had the gun after Will got shot and was ready to regulate. Carlton Banks was the one who regulated shit in uh, MacArthur Park over at Jazz's crib. And when Will was the corny guy, 
You know what I'm saying? Carlton Banks was the one when they tried to join the fraternity, and Carlton Banks stood in front of everybody and called homie a sellout and then walked out. Carlton Banks was a real nigga, dog. This dude cannot walk in Carlton Banks' shadow. Nope. Because they taught they taught the Carlton Banks dance. I forgot about that. He killed it too. Made me sick. <laughs> Made me fucking sick. So. So, like, so when did they host the Olympics? That was like, well, like every like five years or some shit. Every four years, but last year because of COVID, <clears throat> it got uh, postponed to this year. I'm, I'm guessing you won't be going back to the tryouts. <laughs> well, it's in Tokyo. They've they've already they've already laid they already figured out the team. They already figured out. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I'm not sure where other tryouts are, but I know for the gymnastics, uh, the all around gymnastics, it was in the city I live in. So, it was dope though. It was dope, man. I was gonna say yeah, that's t- that's tight though. They, they got everybody in the fucking whole country coming through to one spot. Yeah, it you was seen dope. It. Yeah, it was and, dope. I mean, you, you saw like well, like twenty thousand up and under the fucking roof. Yeah. When's the last time you've been in a building with that many fucking people since Bruh. this shit started? You know, COVID who? COVID what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit is dead. That shit is dead. I gotta say too, man. Like we've all watched gymnastics on television, but there's a I've got to give super duper props to like watching it in person. Oh yeah, like Danielle. Did you eat shit? Yes, actually, yeah. The very and I'm, her name. Her name uh, leaves me. My apologies. The very, very, very last routine on the floor. She, like, seemingly fractured her ankle. So, like, it was so... Okay, no. It was not funny. What was so ironic... Was it funny? (laughs) What was so ironic is that my lady's next to me, she goes... Wow, you know, there's there's a lot of pressure with like being the very last person in the world is watching you. She fucking jinxed her. And then she she, like fucked her ankle up. And like, it's dead silent. It's just people watching. And then the the MC comes over the speakers. And that was blah 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 blah. I forgot her name. It was like the most awkward thing. Like, how do you transition? Everybody in the crowd looked at her like, oh. Yo, <laughs> shit was wild. I feel like man. the jumbotron just got pointed right out, y'all. Like, <laughs> y'all we heard that. What she said? We heard that shit. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta give props, man, because like watching these dudes do the rings and the core strength and everybody's strength it takes, and like that high beam. That beam is only like, what I'm told, four inches wide. Yeah, so and it's little. four feet above the ground. And they hitting like triple axle flippy dudes and breakdance moves. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And then the floor where they busting out like quadruple flippy dudes and half twists. The fucking air. Bruh. The shit is mesmerizing. The shit is mesmerizing. Um, Yeah. And yeah. I. Yeah. Props to them. Salute to y'all. Salute to y'all. I can't. I, I could never do backflips. I. I'm never a backflip dude. Oh, I, I can never even do this shit like on the the like what, what was that shit at the jungle gym like the at the playgrounds you know like with the the ropes with the with the whole like the circles you the cargo net. No, no, like no the ropes that come straight down. They got the two little circles. 
or people would be like flipping backwards on them. I could never even do that shit. Like I did it once. Circles. Fuck my arms up. <laughs> <laughs> Is I'm losing it. The ropes with the circles. Like like well, I mean like it's two oh ropes the rings. Yeah, yeah, the rings. Yeah, the rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. People like flip, like flip, like flip upside down on those things. Like, uh, nah, man, I did that shit. And luckily, I was at home. Nobody seen me except my mom. <laughs> busting, busting this shit. Yeah, dude. They hitting flippy dudes and them shoulders are shoulder, and I'm like, ah, like your rotator cuffs, dog. Nope. Like what? I, th- I think I knew where I fucked up. I didn't let go. Oh, word. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the way they was rotating this show, no, like, the shit is impressive. Like, when you really think about what it takes, that shit is impressive. So, salute to them, yeah, man. I guarantee some of, the, some of those people have been training since last year. Bro, the sh- and that's what got me, too. The shelf life of a gymnast, like, Simone Biles is 24, and she's, like, one of the oldest gymnasts. That's like. Crazy. Like, the minimum age to be an Olympic gymnast is 16. But there was a 15-year-old trying out because she's turning 16 this year. And I'm like, ugh, she was born in 2005? Ugh. But she was on the Olympic trial team. Like, this is some all-your-life type shit up until quarter-life crisis at 24, 25. Then then what? You know what I'm saying? Then what? After Less 25? normal again. Like you, go, you. you went to the Olympics and achieved all you can achieve by 25. Like, what do you do next? You know what I'm saying? Put you, put you on a Wheaties box and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, join WWE. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Angle. Yeah, big fat. Hey, listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. With a broken freaking neck. What a time, man. Let's push forward, man. Let's get started, man. Salute to the Olympic team. Um, salute Dino Wittenberg. Because this is like, you know, episode of Family Feud. Want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 120 of the hard camera. T-H-C-C-X-X. And I am your guy. <clears throat> your guy, Juve. J-U-V, just under my visual. Just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Rhodes Scholars. Big Ren, let him know how to get reach on the social medias, my guy. Y'all want to find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can search up A motherfucker, A underscore M A A F H U C K A. I'm also on Snapchat, Moffed Up 316, M A A. F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvie Desai. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter on the instant grams at the Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, live whatnot here to forth, etc. And a little bit of things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. Some are even listening on Radio Public. Shout to Australia. Shout to New Zealand. Shout to Brazil. Shout to Canada. Shout to Germany. Shout out to the listeners all around the world. Heartwarming content. Heart building content. Content that's 
Probably just going to root for the black guy. There's only one of them. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren. I know, you, I know you like that. I know you like that. I'm speaking for you, too. Uh, content, content that might get pissed on. That might get pissed on. Yes. Absolutely. Big Ren. We've got a... Uh, had I known that AEW was doing like a special show next week to counteract NXT Great American Bash, uh, maybe I just missed it. I know we got Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen, but they're doing the Road Rager next week too to yeah, stack up against. Yeah. yeah, but we've got NXT Great American Bash. Uh, a bit those of a Rager graphics pretty rad. Yeah, man. I, listen, g- give wave. me some '80s Miami type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm with it. I'm with it, man. We got NXT Great American Bash. Bit of like a mini takeover that we wanted to uh, pad our numbers with. Only four matches announced as of right now, but I'm assuming we're going to have a a really fun night. Really fun night. But before we get into it, let's update everyone on how we are doing as the season is rolling. Big Ren is sitting at 15 of 24, 62.5%. You got Juve is sitting at 19 of 24, 79.16%. But we've just started, man. We've got, got we've not gotten too, too far. We got four matches for NXT's Great American Bash. We got a packed July, so anything could happen at the end of July even. But uh, of the four matches, man, how you feel about it? How's it, how's it looking to you on paper? It should be pretty good. Uh, yeah. See instead of just reading about it. Yeah, getting a little scratchy there. My bad. Uh, but no. There we go. I've been watching a little bit more of NXT instead of just reading about it. Yeah. And uh, past two episodes haven't been that bad, man. They've actually been pretty fucking good. Absolutely. And they've been building. They've been building this little mini takeover, as you would call it. Yeah. Uh, quite well, I think. I'm so, not mad. I'm not mad. Um, and yeah, plan C is for later. I'm looking forward to uh, Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Adam Cole, obviously. The rematch. Uh, MSK versus uh, Champa and fucking Thatcher. Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what was the what was the uh, uh, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. Grimes. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then uh, for the uh, women's tag match, let's actually know. Let's start here for the women's I'm tag time. Yeah, no doubt. Let's let's start here for the women's tag team titles, man. Candice LeRae and Andy Hartwell taking on Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Talk to me, dog. It's just so weird that they give they give this team shot, and these and these chicks have only had three matches together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, and give it to. Go ahead and give it, I mean, I, I know we've already seen everybody else. You know. Are those the only four teams on NXT? Mm-hmm. Now that they've split into their own championships, I'm not I'm still not excited about that, but. No, neither am I. But, I mean, I mean, I understand why they're giving it to them. It's because it's something new and something fresh. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I think, I think, I think we're going to have uh, champions retain on this one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, because like I said, this is this is a mini takeover. Yeah, there might be there might be a title change or two. Uh oh. But fuck, I mean, this is the only the, the tag team champions the only belts on the line during this motherfucker. Uh, both tag titles. Yes, oh, I'm saying. and yeah, and, and the million dollar championship is also on the line. Oh, okay. L.A. Yeah, Nine, okay. Cameron Grimes. Yep. Yeah. 
But so, like, I mean, that's that's not as like solidified. I mean, I guess that is solidified as fuck from way back in the day. Yeah. But that just got brought back. But to a newer audience, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so you feel confident, Candice LeRae, Andy Hartwell? Yeah. Uh, I'm inclined to agree with you. I'm going for a title uh, title uh, defense from the way. I see bigger plans for the way as a stable. Um, but also, this kind of feels like, along with your point of this being their third match, and I, it sounds like there's only it feels like there's only four teams. I haven't seen Tony Storm in a while, um, but it feels like there's only. It was, was, I'm not even sure that Tony Storm was actually teaming with anyone, but my, my memory's a little a little shaky right now. Um, but yeah, there's only really four teams in NXT, and three of them have already held the championships. Um, already starting out with uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and then Shotzi, uh, Blackheart Moon. Now over to the way. This honestly, to me though, this feud, this mini feud, and this new tag team to me, really just feels like a way to give Io Shirai something to do until the draft. Hundred um, percent. Such a long title reign, and it just feels like there's just, it just feels like there's not much left. Um. Not in the same way that they've been able to make more out of, you know, the the, the breakup of the Undisputed Era. Um, some of those guys seem like there's not much time left either. I mean, but, yeah, I'm going with, going with the defense, man. Candice LeRae and E. Hartwell. Um, maybe I'm behind. Is this Dexter Loomis thing over with? Um, I mean, well, I don't know. Actually, I don't get on Twitter too much. I got on Twitter the other day. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I've seen Dexter Lewis has an action figure out now. Okay. Well, was it Indy Hartwell? Yeah. I was like all up, like all up on him, hugging up on him and shit. I think yep. like she made a tweet about it, like, oh, so maybe it's still going. I don't. I, right. mean, I don't know. The past two episodes I've seen, I haven't really seen shit. Maybe I, maybe I fast forwarded too much. Yeah. You know. I but, feel that. Um, it's. Dexter Loomis seems like one of those guys that could fit well on, uh, on Raw or SmackDown, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe there's more for him to do in NXT. Uh, maybe seeing this storyline through. Uh, but I feel like he's got not much time left in NXT either. Maybe that's just me. So. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Let's push forward. For the Million Dollar Championship, LA Knight defending against Cameron Grimes. If Cameron Grimes loses, he becomes LA Knight's butler. So we recently seen the butler storyline in AEW uh, with Miro and, and uh, Charles Charles Taylor. Um, I still felt like they had some gold there. Like he was going to be the butler until the wedding. They could have just pushed back the wedding as long as they wanted to. Yeah. But hindsight, hindsight. Um, talk to me, man. How you see this going? Cameron Grimes is doing right now is absolutely fucking gold. He's new fucking money. New money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll find myself walking around at work and I'll just, I'll just new money. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Kiss my grits. <laughs> but, saying that though, I think this storyline with the butler shit could push him even further. Yeah. I think uh, LA Knight's going to win this motherfucker just, just because. There is big time gold 
in watching Cameron Grimes go from redneck hick to redneck hick with new money to redneck hick with new money who still has to acquiesce to somebody and work for somebody. Yes. There is money here. (laughs) And I'm going with that too. Cameron Grimes, dude, he... You didn't like him at first. No, I wasn't wasn't all the way there for him. I started to kind of dig... I got into him a little bit more, a little bit more. But when he came back with the Lambo, talking about he made money off of stocks. GameStop. Oh, GameStop stocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. New money. Feed me more. (laughs) Feed me more. I've been eating shrimp and grits out the ass lately. Uh, Yeah. Feed me more. Um... So I, I like this guy. I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling this guy. Um, I'm going with it too, man. Clearly, there's more to tell in this story, especially after he becomes a butler. Um, when is the next takeover? That's August. Yes, SummerSlam. And that's ooh. So the takeover. They're talking about, they're talking about doing the takeover on Sunday the Sunday after, after, right? The 22nd. Yeah. That is well. It's about to be July. Well, it is July. Oh, uh, you think we can stretch that six weeks? I think so. He'll be his butler for all of July. Uh, and well, yeah, so yeah, he'll be his butler for like all of July, part of August, and then he gets fed up and pulls the Virgil on his Ted DiBiase, and we get the blow off at Takeover. You seen that? You still kind of off subject, but you seen that Virgil? That's that, that. <laughs> you, you didn't, but I've seen it. Yes. Uh, what's it? What is it called? It's not called Meat Sauce Madness, is it? That just sure. feels like that's what it would be called. I know meat sauce is involved. Jeez. I'm looking it up now. Meat sauce video game. No, 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 no. I think we're talking about something else. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Brooke Hogan trying to get a picture and autograph of Virgil. And he charged her money. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> he charged her 20 bucks for a picture. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh... Uh, I, noticed, I, said, I know who your daddy is. I don't care. <laughs> hey, listen, I ain't mad at that. Um, listen, this ain't that kind of podcast, but hey, Brooke. <laughs> your daddy, you listen, never mind. Yes, it is called Meat Sauce Madness. Um, the video game that uh, Virgil is uh, inspired. <laughs> the Virgil-inspired mobile game, Meat Sauce Madness, arriving next month. So coming here in a couple weeks. Oh, July fourth. <laughs> Perfect for Independence Day. Absolutely. Perfect for Independence Day. I don't like this. As I was Googling it, WrestlingRumors.net, I shouldn't even have said their website name. WWE Legend. They put legend in quotes. Getting his own video game. They better put some respect on that man's name. Big respect. Don't put them. Don't put legend in quotes on me. That okay. Don't get me started. Who are they talking about? Virgil. Oh, gotcha. They called him a quote unquote legend. Listen, man. I remember the pop. I was three years old and watching on Coliseum video when Virgil finally left the Million Dollar Man, and they built that shit up. He was no, I no. That man is not a quote legend. He is a legend. I remember WrestleMania 7 when Roddy Piper in his crutches had to tell Virgil to get up and keep fighting and fight for his fight for his rights against the million dollar. No, that man is a legend. 
Man's a legend. Man took legendary ass whoopings as a bodyguard uh, and then parlayed it into Meat Sauce Madness. Uh, second part of, yeah. Anyway, man's a legend. Don't put no quotes on his name. Uh, push it forward for the tag team championship, the NXT tag team titles. MSK taking on Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Talk to me. This is going to be fun. I think this is going to be really fun. This might be the one I'm looking forward to most. Like, I know Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole is going to be good, but I think this might be the one I'm actually looking forward to most. I think I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, and and I've got to stop saying that MSK is just like the Young Bucks of the NXT. <laughs> i got to stop saying that. But, like, um, I hear you. No, I hear you, though. This is, I mean, two completely different style competitors, you know, yeah. two completely different style teams. Thatcher and Champa, those are just hobos that have been on the street <laughs> just fighting. You know what I'm saying? Grizzled, grizzled. Not to be confused with grizzled young veterans, but just grizzled. Yeah, they're truly grizzled. Yeah. I still got to watch that Tornado Tag match. I didn't get to watch it yet. Oh, it was fire. Yeah. And, um, yeah, MSK, just the, just the new young dudes that are out there just getting after it, you know, and they got their own style of doing things. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, man, this, this is the toughest one for me well, now. It's This is a tough one for me to call. Is um, it? Why is it so tough? It's because I want both of them to win, mm. but you know what I'm saying? Um, but actually, I'm going to go with uh, new champs on this one. Ooh, okay. Feeling and okay. We could have we could, this could go for a while just because their styles are so different. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, fuck, they could get a rematch, and the draft is coming up. Ooh, who you think who you think would get drafted? I think because well, I mean, well, first off, I don't think, think this MSK would get drafted. No, 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 no. I think it's the other way around. Oh, Thatcher and Champa. Yeah, but I don't think both of them would. Oh, you think they would split them up? Uh, yeah, I think they'd split them up because this tag team is. I thought this tag team was never meant to last a long time. I feel you, huh? You know what I'm saying? I feel you. This is just some fun we could put together real quick, and yeah. we know they're gonna have good matches together, shit like that. I um, you know, I was initially of that thought that this wouldn't last that long. I, I guess there's still time to break it up, but something, something in them makes me feel like, yeah, this might, this is a team team. Like they don't they don't have a name or anything, but they just seem they just kind of fit together. Yeah. Um, but, but at the same time, though, I don't I don't see it lasting that long. I, I mean, they you. might they might get a title reign. Yeah. But they're gonna they're gonna put whoever beats them they're gonna put them over big time. Either one of these teams would be great additions to Raw or SmackDown. Oh yeah. Um, I just don't think MSK will be drafted because they just got there. Yeah. I hear that. No. I hear that. I feel like both these teams would be lost in the shuffle. Um, like they wouldn't, especially more Thatcher and Champa. They're such an old school throwback, gritty team that it just doesn't quite feel like they could fit in because there's a spot for a team like that. Because there is no team like that on Raw or SmackDown. It's a truly a gritty get down and get it team. Um, mm. that's kind of why I think they would split them up. Honestly, <coughs> yeah. 
I think yeah. I think they would both do better in a singles run. I hear that. Over there. Listen, give me Thatcher and Ciampa versus the Usos. Thatcher and Ciampa oh, versus the Street Profits. Yeah. Give me that. Well, I mean, because I mean, they've all worked. I mean, the Usos came from NXT, didn't they? Uh, FCW, back before, back before uh, it was okay. NXT. So, yeah, way back but, before. Okay. But, I mean, well, Thatcher, I mean, pretty sure, like, well, yeah, no, uh, DIY, they probably had matches with Street Profits, NXT. Ooh. Did they ever? I, you know what, I'm, I'm leaning toward not. I think they may have split up. If they did do it, it was before the Street Profits were on television. Because I think they got, they split up. Um, when did Ciampa get hurt? Was that 2017, maybe 2018? He got hurt a lot, though. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the one we got hurt where he uh, where he attacked, excuse me, where he attacked Gargano and then went away to injury. Uh, that might have been 17, 2017. Um, I'm not sure. I'm getting my years mixed up. I know the Street Profits were on Mania last year, 2020. When did they debut on Raw? It's like two years ago. Was it? Because they, matter of fact, yeah, they had the ladder match to win the NXT tag titles. And then they defended them at TakeOver Toronto, which I believe was at Round Survivor Series. And they lost them on NXT television. Because I think we picked the UE like, oh, yeah, Street Profits are going to Raw or SmackDown soon. And they swerved us. Swerve, bro. With the victory, uh, so I think they got probably like right before, probably like the January before Mania, some somewhere around there. Either way, either way, I think it was before. I think they split up before Street Profits became the Street Profits. Um, so I know you don't want to call MSK the Young Bucks of NXT, and I've talked I've talked before about how I'm like old and grizzled and cold now, so I kind of like like these rough and tumble teams. You know what I'm saying? Grizzly Young Veterans, Thatcher and Ciampa. Um, I want Thatcher and Ciampa to win. I'm going to give it to MSK. I'm going to give it to MSK. Um, This match is to show that MSK is tough. Yeah, I can see that. This is to show that, like, hey, we can do flippy doos and we have heartwarming stories and we can do flippy doos and we're cool and we can do flippy doos. But hey, we're also, we can fight. We can fight too. Or Chompa and Thatcher could win by some old school, gritty, grimy means that would give them the time, give them the rematch. Like cheating? Kind of cheating, but not really cheating. Just really gritty. You know not yeah. cheating, but some shit you'd be like, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, I hear that. I, I'm still going to go with MSK. Yeah, I'm going to go with MSK. All right. That's all right. I, I need a point. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, you'll get it somewhere, just not just not here. Um, yeah. I, I just think, yeah, this is the one where MSK show that they can fight. Um, I'm not sure what we do for TakeOver. Maybe we get a three-way match at TakeOver. Uh, MSK, Thatcher and Ciampa, and Grizzly Young Veterans. I think the Grizzly Young Veterans are primed to get a run soon. Um, they, they, 
They owe MSK a W. Yeah. They owe him a W. Um, Thatcher and Ciampa are like, they they portray themselves as heels, but they're baby faces. And so they're going to be the default heels in this match because they're so gritty and toothless and angry and, and hoboish. But, again, yeah, I think MSK, this is where they show that, that they're tough. They can fight and they can uh, they can hang in there, do more than just flippy doos. But this will be good. This is the one I'm looking forward to the most. I ain't going to lie. Uh, this is definitely 1-1A. One one but 1-B is the rematch. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Before you actually give me your, yeah, I like that. Uh, I see. What you, I like that. Before we even get into it, man, we haven't seen Bobby Fish in a few weeks, have we? I don't think we've seen Bobby Fish in a few weeks. It's been a couple weeks. I couple think weeks. Back, I think he came back like three weeks ago. Okay. Just a singles match. What do you think of Roderick Strong in the Diamond Mine? I'm glad he's got something going on. Yeah. I always thought he was pretty talented. He is. Yeah. I guess I'll just have to see what they do with the stable and what they do with him. Because this definitely, I mean, it feels like a step down. Oh, oh, anything. That's not the UE, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, but like, I mean, like, but this gives him, if I don't, this gives him more, well, this gives something for everybody else to talk about more. Now that he's in a stable, like if it was just him doing a singles run, I don't think it'd be as as impactful, really, as being in a stable. A stable's always more to talk about. It is, even it, even even if, even if they're not talking about Roderick Strong directly, they're still talking about the stable that he's in. True, and I do think he'll be the focal point of it. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. But and yeah, so that's a that's a that's a nice little departure. I mean, he he won't be he won't be the third guy. Like he was in yeah. the UE, um, but yeah, you know, I guess you're right. You know, just coming down from the UE, like there's, 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 it ain't too much higher than that. You know what I mean? I guess I would have liked to see more of a story of how he fared on his own um, after the UE, but he got something to do, and he's got a new style to show off. So yeah, there's, there's interest there. There's interest there. I don't think they're gonna just get just give it to him. Uh, let him be cold and not do anything. Uh, speaking of, well, loosely, who uh, who do you think is behind this battery thing? The battery charging. I have no fucking idea, dude. I know I know they just let go a bunch of people over there on NXT. Yeah. Um. Fuck, dude. I've got. Who do you think? What do you What do you got? I have no clue, dog. Because like straight up, like I thought that was just like a regular ass like Energizer commercial. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Um, I was thinking, I was trying to think of like who they may have released that they're bringing back. Um, that would be a really cool Alistair Black reintroduction. Um, that just hit me as I was saying it. Um, who else did they release? Where's Finn been? You know what? I had that thought for a second. Like maybe he was recharging his battery. Yeah. Yeah. Recharging his battery. But not that, not that I don't want to see Finn, but what more, what, what, what's there left for him to do on NXT? You know? 
Yeah, I don't know. Intrigue. <laughs> but it looks like the battery will be fully charged come NXT Great American Bash. So 80, 81% now. Yeah, I think we'll find out soon. I think we'll find out soon. That shit better be charged by next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> With your bum-ass charger. Oh, Miller the Mall shit. Get that shit together. Holy shit. Uh, so Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. What you thinking, dog? I know I've talked a lot. I know you'd ask me to talk about it, but I flipped it up when you see what I do. See how I did that? Yeah, you didn't say a fucking word about it. I didn't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, they they have to go with Kyle O'Reilly on this one. They gotta. Why do you say? Because I mean. If... Man, what the fuck you gotta do this to me? <laughs> you gotta support your reasoning. Just because, like, he's been there. He's been there ever since the shit, like, ever since the match with him and Adam Cole. You know? Yeah. But at the same time, that makes fucking more sense for Adam Cole to fucking win it. Snake a fucking winning, you know? I feel that. Adam Cole's a fucking snake. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big time. And, like,. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not hundred percent on board with this new cool Kyle <laughs> with the spiky hair and the blue camo. You're not feeling Dude, that and the jean yeah. vest and the, the hot topic Houston managed four years ago that he just never got rid of the uniform for. Like he's like the old dude at the skate park. <laughs> hey kids, what's up? <laughs> I got some weed. <laughs> right, right, right. You ever do a nolly? True. Oh, man. Oh, fuck, dude. That's funny. Like, I just don't think this this look is just... It's it's not a good look, I don't think. But, like, he's fucking... He's awesome. Yeah. True. You know, like, he's great in the fucking ring. He's good on the mic. But... Adam Cole's gonna win this motherfucker, ain't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so which way you going, dog? I'm going with Adam Cole. You going with Adam Cole? Okay. So why Adam Cole? <laughs> because he's a fucking snake, and that's like what happens. <laughs> Snakes got a slither, dog. That's Snakes funny. Fucking win. True. I feel that. So. And like, and honestly, and honestly, like, I'm pissed that they didn't add a stipulation to this. Like, Joe came out there this past Tuesday to get in the middle of him and make sure this shit was gonna go the way it was supposed to. Well, he looked, oh, probably fuck up Adam Cole. He did. He did. Because Adam Cole is a bastard. He should like, and and yeah, this is just a mini takeover. So maybe they add, maybe they're gonna have another match. Apparently, they're gonna have to. There's no stipulation on this motherfucker. Like it's just a straight up fucking match. Right. I'm really interested in the arc of Adam Cole. Yeah. Because again, the draft is coming. So are they gonna make that move? But he's clearly got an unfinished business with Kyle O'Reilly. But he's starting up some shit with Samoa Joe. Oh yeah. And you have to think... You're going to send him out? Right. You have to think that Samoa Joe and Adam Cole was takeover worthy. 
Oh, 100%. Like, that's that's what a takeover match. For. Exactly. Or everybody's hoping for Ad- or Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. Uh, I guess I'm not part of everybody. Well, I mean, no, I mean, well, <laughs> whenever Samoa Joe first came back. There's been a lot of teasing for Samoa yeah. Joe to do things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, of all the teasing, Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, I'll put Karrion Cross last. Yeah. Um, just because I'm still not on that train yet, but. I guess I see the uh, I see the entry. Karrion Cross can go. I just I'm not I just not there on that train. Um, but you know if Adam Cole and Samoa Joe is takeover worthy, which it absolutely is, do we get that into August takeover, or do we wait till November? Can they wait for four more months? You know what I'm saying? And like having a takeover after. Uh, big, big pay-per-view like SummerSlam is just so fucking weird. Really? What do you say? I, think, I just think it's so fucking weird. Because, I mean, normally, normally the takeover on the Saturday before the pay-per-view, you know? Mm-hmm. But they fucked off. We're used to it. Just, we're just used to it being a certain way. I don't think it's that that weird, though. I, th- I think we're just used to it being Yeah, but, like, but the takeover, I mean, the takeover from there is crowds. Yeah. The takeovers before the fucking big pay-per-views always shut shit down big True. time and it's like True. so they're gonna fucking have to work extra hard tomorrow night to top this shit well keep in mind too that this takeover isn't in vegas no i know it's in fucking it's in fucking florida right 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 so that's two different crowds so it it's is. not like that crowd that crowd won't be exhausted from the night before whole different crowd um and i think of course, there's not as much viewership. I think there's, of course, there's crossover, but I think largely NXT has a different type of viewership. Than, oh, they definitely. Yeah, so the, the, there'll be that SummerSlam audience, and then you know a fraction of that will watch NXT. But I think those those fans know what to look for, what what kind of show they'll be expecting to see, right? But my question is, you mentioned before, you know, that we might be on the verge of a third Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole match. Like, is that something they just do on NXT TV to blow that off and build to Samoa Joe, Adam, Adam Cole? Or can they build up Adam Cole, Samoa Joe for November? Or do they pull the trigger and do all that teasing for no reason and Adam Cole goes to Raw or SmackDown? I could see him doing that match on a Tuesday night. Cole O'Reilly 3? Yeah. Yeah? Before TakeOver? It's just so weird. I mean, like, I don't know. It's so hard to call right now since you brought up Smojo and Adam Cole. Yeah. That's that's what the fuck I'm interested in. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> sorry, cool Kyle. Cool Kyle. Um, not cool enough for this one. He's not cool enough for this one, as I am also going with Adam Cole to take this and even it up at one. Something about this just screams out, yeah, sneaky victory via nefarious means. Yeah. Something about this just, yeah, it just screams out sneaky victory to prolong this thing before we get a definitive winner. Um, Maybe we get Samoa Joe and Adam Cole take over and we get O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Loser Leaves Town on NXT TV as the the farewell. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm intrigued for Adam Cole, whatever he does next. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with Adam Cole to prolong this and and win via sneaky bastard means. Um, but you know, on the flip, 
clearly, like, this is a vehicle for Kyle O'Reilly to be a man on his own. Oh, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get the clean sweep and he beats Adam Cole again. But something about this being on episodic television with no step, I'm I'm kind of going with that too. The 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 slippery weasel way of Adam Cole winning, getting that one two three that W. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. How you like this so far, man? How, how do you feel about the Great American Bash? I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like I mean, yeah, like I said, I've been watching a little bit more of NXT mm-hmm. instead of just reading about it, and it's it seems like that they've got something else cooking. You know, they've, they've got they've got a new chef in the fucking kitchen. You know, they seem to be more a little more focused than before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were gaining some of their identity. Like they seemingly had lost some of their identity when they went to USA two hours a week. Um, and they were getting more and more of it back through the Finn Championship era, but yeah, it seems like they're getting on a new role, new yep. role. So, uh, what else happened NXT wise? You know, I mentioned, and and I want listeners to, and I'll mention it again. Come Takeover, because um, I think this is what we're gonna get. But I mentioned during the five pack challenge, the Fatal Five Way, that that match was a uh, was a showcase for Karrion Cross to defeat four guys. But I also said Johnny Gargano was showing his ass during oh, that yeah. match. Listeners, go back and watch that Fatal Five Way. The way Johnny Gargano performed, that was definitely a yo. I'm I'm up next. I'm up next, homie. Don't like don't don't forget who Johnny Takeover is, who Johnny Wrestling is, who the heart of NXT is. Um, as we build toward that, I'm assuming we'll get that at Takeover. He, he was he was being a fucking brat all Tuesday night, dude. Yeah. Fucking with yeah. Darian Cross. True enough. Hey man, uh, hey man, what's his name? Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Yeah. Got fucked up, but yeah, they were trying. They were trying. They were trying. Yeah. I I yeah. We'll be getting at a takeover. I kind of have my thoughts on how that'll go already. Um, we also got the AEW uh, Road Rager next week. Um, that card is looking somewhat stacked. You know, many. Did you watch AEW this week? I, I did. I did. Man. Talk to me. Back on Wednesday night. Back, back. on it. <laughs> I texted. I was like, oh, did Ada back on, on, on Wednesdays this week? He was like, yeah, let's get it. What was that six S's? Yes. Was it six? I think so. Yeah, man. It's a really solid night. Um, before we even go to the main event, um, hell, the build. To Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Ooh, Dark Order came out. Listen, I know a guy. I know a guy. And Kenny was talking shit, and the crowd was chanting cowboy shit. And I'm like, ooh, right? Um, And then the backstage vignette, like, yo, listen. You're not scared of Kenny. You just might be scared of failure, homie. You got to get back on that horse. He's like an old gunfighter. Bruh. For this right now, he's got the old gunfighter mentality. Facts, facts. Can they stretch this to September fifth? I think they're going to have to because they're doing three nights in Chicago that weekend. They're doing Wednesday in Chicago. They're doing fucking Friday in Chicago. They're doing fucking Sunday in Chicago. Will Rampage have started by then? Yes. Okay. 
Ooh. What a time. That's a lot of stretching. It's just that's two months. That's eight Old more weeks. Building. Yeah, but I mean fuck. I think Rampage starts August thirteenth, I think. Okay. I that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, that my sounds birthday about right. is my birthday's a Monday this year, so yeah, yeah. no, that's for, for sure. Okay. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um Yeah, man. Oh, it's getting scratchy again. You good? You got excited? Talking about the birthday. We good? We good? We good? Kinda. It's all good. Um, but yeah, we, there's there's an intriguing build happening here that they planted the seeds for. Very, very much intrigued by that. Um, we got the six man tag: Santana Ortiz and Jay Hager taking on uh, FTR and uh, Wardlow on the Road Rager. Um, this should that should be kind of fun. That should be fun. I, I listen. We talked last week. I like how they're stretching this pinnacle inner circle feud. This shit is personal. Oh, they should totally stretch it. This shit is personal. This ain't Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> this shit is yeah. is is truly personal. Um, what'd you think of MJF and Sammy Guevara? Fucking fire, dude. Yeah. Really Sammy, good. Both of those motherfuckers are insane. Yeah. I th- I mean I think Sammy Guevara technically is but better than MJF. Mm. MJF just has more. MJF has more of an old school grizzled style and attitude. Yeah, you know, more shit talking, more scheming, sneaky snake shit. He's so good at being a a dickhead that his matches and the fact that he doesn't wrestle that often. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle that much at all, but he's so good on the microphone at being a fuck that when he does wrestle. For one, you tune in, and for two, you tune in to see him get his ass whooped. Yep. So he, t- he takes a good ass whooping. He does. Sammy Guevara should have totally won that, and I mean they had so many close calls. Really? Which made it even oh, oh, I think so. Yeah. Um, I I don't I don't think so because we're building the Chris Jericho and MJF, and yeah. so if MJF takes that L, it takes away from Jericho MJF. Um, I know, but I'm just so tired of MJF. Because he's a bastard, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Um, so he's doing well. He's he's doing his job. Yeah. He's doing his job. I got to say, I had one kind of like, uh, this is the thing with, with AEW, is that it can be a little bit, as they call it, indie-rific sometimes. Yep. In the sense that a great match but MJF hit a tombstone pile driver from the middle rope. I know he's not the Undertaker. I get it. But that's a tombstone pile driver from the middle rope. That should have been it. That should have totally been it. That should have been it. Boy, I, he did, but he still went right into the cover. It would have been one thing if he fucked his knee up. And sold it more. No, he sold it for just a little bit. Like a, a, second a brief second, right? Yeah. Had he sold it longer and had more trouble getting to the pin, okay. But I get Sammy Guevara's fighting and he hates MJF, but Yo, that, damn. That dive. That, that was dope. Took, that was dope. That was huge. That was dope, yeah. He smoked fucking MJF that with his dope. fucking shoulder. That was insane. Yep. 
Yep. Super fucking dangerous. <laughs> it's it's coming a little more to the forefront that the, you know seemingly the biggest critique about it uh, not MJF I was gonna say MJF by AEW in ring wise is that there kind of seems to just be a lack of con or a kind of a lack of continuity between matches. Like there's a flippy do every match. Yeah. Like if everyone's doing flippy do's, nobody's doing flippy do's. If it all weighs the same, nothing weighs anything at all, right? Yeah. I get the idea of limited time and wanting to get your shit in, but like, there's got to be some structure and some build around the matches and make each match different from one another. Well, because I mean, if if they were gonna if they were to critique each fucking match of the night, it's all flippy doos. How many tope suicidas can we see? You know what I'm saying. Say that three times fast. <laughs> yeah, but like. You're 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 given this. You're given each different match of the night the same critique. Yeah, because they're doing the same exact shit. A lot of but it's it's not bad shit. But just switch it up just a tad. We get that it's 2021 and everyone's so super duper athletic compared to '98. But at least you know we talked about the attitude area, the attitude era. That like it was the stories. It was the stories. It was the characters. And while we don't necessarily remember it for all of the matches, at least the matches were different. Yeah. Like, you might have had a hardcore match, but a hardcore match was going to be different than the main event, even though the main event would be brawls in the crowd. Yep. Like, each each match had their differences to them, whereas a certain kind of athletic similarity sometimes to, uh, to AEW. So, it's, it's entertaining, of course, but... Sometimes less is more. Like, that doesn't have to be... Just because you can do the flippy-doo doesn't mean we got to see the flippy-doo every every go-around. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. there's only so there's only so much this is awesome I can I can hear. There's only so much, oh, that I can yeah. hear. You know what I'm saying? I remember when Miz totally shitted on that chant. I think he won a championship. And he got on the mic and said something about, why aren't... He said... Oh well, you always you gotta chant your "This is awesome!" Clap, 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 clap. This, is. I'm like, yeah, that chant does kind of suck. It does, does kind of suck. Um, but here we are, 2021, 2021. So, but yeah, Road Rage will be dope. Um, next week we have the uh, the fight for the Fallen Nights One and Nights Two. Is that Fighter Fest? We'll get it right. Uh, but either way, we got a full, a full, full July coming up. Full, full July coming up. Any last thoughts on the, uh, on the wrestling week that was or the wrestling week that's coming? I'm looking forward to everything we got coming up next week. Big time. Yeah. Big time. I got to figure out how I can, you know, truly commit that extra night. Um, but we'll make it shake. We'll make it go. Yeah, I mean, no doubt, man. Uh, <laughs> Has that thirst ever been quenched? Still not yet? Not yet? Not yet. I don't Never. know if it'll ever be quenched. I hope not. I hope not. Big Red Love, now I can reach on the social medias, my guy. You got it. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at A motherfucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. You can also find me on Snapchat, Moffed Up 316. M A A F F H H. D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desai. You know. 
J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page at The Hard Camera. Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc., and things of that nature. But above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some are even listening on Radio Public. But wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that's got a full July waiting on that ass content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. As always, I'm your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, Tony Vision. I'm here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. Together, we are the Road Scholars. And until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. (sighs) Salute.